Hey, everybody, and welcome to the What is this, honey? podcast, where we will be discussing everything from pop culture to reality TV to true crime documentary to my life and everything in between that makes you scratch your head and ask yourself, what is this, honey? Hello, everyone, and welcome back. This is our Real Housewives of Atlanta recap, episode nine, Better Late Than Ugly. We will have Zell back with us next week for our Real Housewives of Atlanta recap. So you can run now if that's what you want. (laughs) Or you can just continue on with me. We're going to go top to bottom chronological order as we should. You know, I have missed the ladies so much. I missed them over the last week. I feel like we've all been on a holiday because the podcast episode that I released with Jessica was 100% unhinged. It was hashtag threads because that's the most famous word on threads right now. Have y'all been listening to threads? Listening to threads? I'm just not. I'm not a child of the, of the, the Gen Zers. I'm not. Are you guys on threads? Give me a follow at Brandon LaShawn Curry over at Threads, okay? We can talk about all the things because it's everyone's favorite thing to say on Threads right now is unhinged. My unhinged thoughts. My unedited th- thoughts and, and feelings. Um, so that's what this is going to be like. Jessica and I's episode was absolute Threads. <laughs> this is, we're going to get back to our structure, okay? And what better way to reintroduce us to structure and to our gals than being at the holistic doctor's office with Sheree. She's dealing with the fibroids. It's a very serious thing. I don't know if you guys have heard about it. Do some research. I'm not going to try to be the expert right now, but it is effective. It is something that affects black women statistically more. And um, Sheree is trying to approach it the holistic way you guys might have heard Giselle talking about her fibroids and she had them removed surgically um but Sheree is just getting a part of her she's on her healing journey as Whitney would say and she's trying to do all of these holistic and um, natural remedies her first stop here she's getting acupuncture um and hopefully that will give her some relief and that is kind of the impetus for this girl trip to Portugal I love that so many people, when they say a word that ends with an A-L, they say it then it ends with an A-W. Portugal. <laughs> it went from Portugal to Portugal. Um, so that's the inspiration for Sheree. And obviously someone's got to put together a girl's trip. But I'm glad that they're going out of the country because we had too many domestic trips with that Jen Shaw over there in Salt Lake City. So... We move on to Marlo's house after we talk to Sheree. She's really, you know, doing her fibroids awareness moment. She's got her family and, you know, some lovelies in there with her her doctor's appointment. Um, But we're just learning a little bit about her journey and her process and how she's going to try to do the natural way as opposed to the surgery way. See, to me, she just don't want to stop fucking. She's, yeah, she's ready to continue to to knock in the boots. Okay, so then we we transition away from Sheree, and I just say, oh, Lord. Lord, when I moved over to Marlo's house, 
she's got all of her, you know, adornments, her fendies and her fundies and her poochies and her coochies all laid around. And she's got her infamous friend, Ty. I mean, here's the thing. Ty has done so much work this season. I hope she's getting a bag. She did not get a confessional look. Now, Sonya's sister got her a little confessional look. We're going to talk about that, too, because, good Lord, Sonya had me thinking twice. She had me of two minds, as that's one would say. So, Marlo and Ty are talking about Marlo's date, right? Because she went on this date. If you guys listened to our last recap, we were super into the date. Like, we were like, hell yeah, he he, he owns the restaurant. Okay, you Google him and you find more about his businesses than you do about his past, his bullshit. So that's good. He do have a lot of kids. But, and two of them are really young. I think he has two kids under five. And one of them is like maybe a year old. And you going out on dates? Mm, very interesting. But overall, to be fair, like that's just being nitpicky. I mean, I don't even know if it's being nitpicky, but like that's really just, you know, focusing the eyes on the prize. But the date went well. They had a great conversation. You know, he's not a buster. And he has his own cash, which is something that Marlo enjoys. They're talking about basically how the man is great. Like, he he, 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 he follows up with Marlo the day after. He gives her a good morning text. Which, I mean, listen, people are split on this, whether that's cringy or not. I don't think it's cringy for someone to you know, show you that they care about you, that they're interested in you like an adult. Now, a you up text, so you can come around here and knock boots real quick, that is cringy without dispute. So I just find what I got from the conversation between Marlo and Ty is that like Marlo really does have a lot of damage and she look, she really seeks out um, issues. Whether it's like big or small, frivolous or, you know, super impactful to her. She she kind of looks for the the problem. She wants to find it. I think she sometimes wants to find the problem before the problem finds her. Which, you know, I can relate to as a broken girlie. As a broken girlie. Because listen, sometimes you feel like the, the you know, the other shoe's about to drop. You never know what's going to happen. And you don't. You really don't know what's going to happen. So I just felt like she really had a great date with that guy. He was, you know, just attractive. And I think she should give him another chance. Not even another chance. She should give him a chance. See how, see where these things go, honey. Let's just find out where they go. Because it doesn't seem like anyone else is a calling. At least on the show. Who knows what's going on in her real life. So then we move over. We continue right along. We're seeing what all the girls are up to. And we get to Sanya. She's organizing a charity event for Mommy Nation that's going to help homeless families, homeless mommies who have families that are not housed. And it really is amazing. I feel like Sonya is kind of the, she's kind of like the good image band-aid for like a lot of reality TV. Like she comes in with her good intentions and her. I just want everyone to get along and understand she's doing this great stuff. But this episode, I'm really into Sonya. I'm like, okay, girl, you really are doing it for the culture. You really are doing it for the people. And it's a good look. Do we want you to get a little bit spicier with the girls in the drama? Yes, because this is the kind of stuff that, le that legitimizes you and shows that you have substance 
and that you have a foundation in there and that you aren't just out here trying to be famous. Because I was just thinking, like, I don't know if she's right for this show. Like, does she need a wholesome show with Ross of her own on HDTV? Pimp my car service. I don't know what y'all think. Because they do have that car service. Maybe they go and revolutionize other people's car services so they can be up to bat. Because as you know, Sonya is pregnant. Did you guys know that? Did you know? Did you know? It's in the spoiler, but also she has announced it. Um, they are expecting a trace. They have Deuce and now they're expecting trace. Trace. So anyway, we're here with Sonya. She's having a little bit of a meltdown with her help, her helpers. I don't want to say help, but I do. Like, whatever. She's there with her people who are helping her. And they realize that her auctioneer, who is supposed to be at the event auctioning off so they can raise some money. This is what I also love about the Atlanta women. The cash is there. Okay? Now, we see a lot of these other franchises. And y'all... Mm, so Sanya is at a charity event where they're actually going to raise money, unlike a lot of y'all. And her assistant says, well, why don't you ask Kenya? She's like over the top. She's larger than life. She'd be a great auctioneer. <laughs> LOL. Sonya's like, uh, really? You know, my friend who's just now my, become my friend again, just like five minutes ago. <laughs> I don't know. And then the, the woman's like, well, what do you have to lose? And she's like, my dignity. <laughs> and I've never understood Sonya more than I did at that very moment. Speaking of Kenya. So we um, we go join Kenya as she's filming some promotional commercial for Kenya Moore Hair Care. Kenya Moore Hair Care. And Monetta's there because obviously Monetta had choreographed her, you know, magic plastic performance that never had done happened. I don't know, Kenya. I would have had to push through and just make it work. I don't know. I'm also someone who comes from like a theatrical background, so I'm used to being abused. But um yes, they're getting the girls together. Kenya Kenya is Dr. Jekyll and Kenya Hyde. Because you see her and you'd be like, I'm scared of you. Like, and not because I'm scared, like, you're going to do something to me, but I'm scared about, like, I don't know what to expect. And then you get Kenya in this footage where she's directing this commercial and she's super warm and supportive and she's working well with Manietta and Brooklyn's there. And it just seems like a key. It seems like a key. Okay. But then, honey, boo boo, honey, baby girl. Mr. Shlomo, Roy, arrives to drop off a dinner plate for the girls. <laughs> okay. And did y'all peep game? Because Kenya says to Brooklyn, hi, do you remember Roy? Say hi to Roy, you remember? Meaning, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, one thing about trying to tell y'all people, when y'all start dating and doing this stuff, keep your kids out of it. But anyway, so Brooklyn knows who Shlomo is. I don't know what he's been doing. Maybe, maybe she saw him creeping out of more manner. And she said, oh, mommy, I saw mommy kissing Santa Shlomo. So he's a nice older piece, honey. He looks damn good. The Botox is toxing. 
You got a nice old sexy accent. Yes. Yes. Uh, Roy, honey. Roy. <laughs> old piece of nasty. Yes, honey. So Magneta is, um, it's so funny too when Kenya, because Kenya is so confident and strong and outspoken. But when she gets around like people that she really likes, you can tell she's nervous. And she's so Magneta is kind of driving the conversation with Shlomo. Is that, isn't that his name? Roy Shlomo? Am I making that up? Can someone confirm or deny for me on my behalf that that is a part of his name? Because I want to say, by the graces of God, that it is, Jesus. Is it? Roy Shlomo? I'm very confused by this. But I want to say that, that this, that's this man's name. Anyway, he fine, girl. If he was trying to talk to me, I would be like, yeah, I'm married now. But before, when I was in my hoeing days, when I had my roster, because y'all be going up for this Sam, Summerhouse Sam, I make her look like a, like a rookie. So, any hoodles? Sonya, let's just keep things going in order. Because... Roy then drops off the food for the ladies to eat. It's a healthy little smoothie, you know, ginger shot moment. So he's obviously health as well. Maybe that's why his skin looks so nice, because he's been drinking the smoothies himself. He drops off the things. He's very busy. He, has, he owns multiple businesses, honey. So he's got to go. Okay? He's got to go. So the girls bid him farewell. Adieu. Good in. Kind, sir. And after he leaves, that's when Sonya calls Kenya to ask her if she's going to be the auctioneer for the nomination brunch. Now, Kenya was already confirmed that she was going to attend. But my first question was, are you, pay are you paying me for this? Now, it's charity, y'all. Of course, she's not going to get paid for it. But Kenya does say, now, she even got me to work for one of her events twice now. <laughs> Third strike, you're out. Kenya is very positive about it. She's in a great mood. I think it's because her, her piece she had that sexy piece stop by. <laughs> she had that sexy piece up. I said she was in a good mood. So Sonya knew to call her at the right time. So Kenya has agreed. All is well. Positive vibes for this scene, at least. For Kenya. Kenya has come in. She has twirled in. She has twirled out. No one has been offended. Okay. I'm proud of you, Kenya. Now, we leave Kenya. She and her gorgeous Kenya. Listen, you can say whatever you want about Kenya. But honestly and truthfully, Kenya really does have it going on. Okay? Because the Kenya more hair care, honey. Kenya more hair care. We all know the song. We're ready. The branding has been done. Branding, branding. You know you want to sell some handyable. Like, listen. So kudos to her. I love to see it. I love to see the, the women really in their bag. Less into their baggage, but into their bag. Mm -hmm. We move on from Kenya. We go over to Drew's house. She's having this, you know, conversation with her mom and her sister, Allison, who I'm gaining from this scene has now... She's now going to like really stay 
at Drew and Ralph's house. And we really kind of learn a little bit more. Like, we really learn about Allison is a gangster. Okay? She worked at William Morris Endeavor. She was a manager. She ran multiple businesses. I mean, her resume was astounding, to say the least. And it appears that she was, you know, really the person who had Drew Sedora in the mainstream that we used to know Drew Sedora as. And I just see now, oh my gosh, she got with Ralph and fell the fuck off. That's truly what happened. Like, Ralph, and then I'm wondering about it. I'm like, okay, so your sister, who is a boss, bitch, out here in these streets, a businesswoman. You meet this man, y'all fall in love right away, get married right away, have a kid right. I mean, like Drew, what did she say? She met Ralph, they were married within a year or something. And your sister peeps game, and now all of a sudden you're distance away from your sister, you're distance away from your family, you know. Might have been some tea up in there, honey. Some truth to it. And Allison is 20 years older than Drew. Now, I obviously age. Ain't nothing but a number. But when I think about how the hell old is Drew's mama? What the hell? What in the hell? Unless, listen, now things do happen. So she might have been a teen mom with Allison and then just had Drew, you know, when she was in her 30s or her 40s. I think I think we do know that Drew's mother was, was like 40. When I don't know. How do we know? Can we Google it? <laughs> Do we care enough to figure it out? But I think it's 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 better for our imaginations and for our sense of humor if we don't even know. We just say, what the hell? Because Drew said, well, you know, Allison is 20 years older than me. And I said, pull the car over. Pump the brakes. Stop the vehicle. Stop the vehicle, please. What? So in a lot of ways, I'm like, okay, so Allison was Drew's mother, you know, right? Like she was her momager. She was the Chris Jenner of it all. And now we, you know, we picking the, we're putting the pieces back together because y'all fucking Allison has been terrorized by her ex and has been terrorized by the world. It seems like she just, you know, it's hard out here. Black woman in America. She's just going through it. And so I'm glad that they are, you know, Allison has this refuge at Drew's house. She's able to come and stay with her. But it just, the whole thing, I feel like by the end of this season, we're going to know a lot. We're going to see a lot. We're going to know a lot. More will be revealed because her reemergence and the split between Ralph. Now, now listen, trust me now. I've seen the tea about Ty Young. I saw what Mimi had posted about Drew being an eater and all this stuff. Trust me, I keep up with the mess. But those things are always symptoms of an illness, okay? Your marriage is fucked up from the inside. People aren't just, look, trust me. Now, Ralph, he's a gaslighting, manipulative, scary-ass motherfucker. Don't get me wrong. So we're not just going to be like, oh, no, well, Drew was cheating. Da, da, da. No, 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 no. All that stuff plays a part into it, each, each other, okay? Because she might not have been running over there to be an Ida. <laughs> if 
things was right within her house. And she didn't have to disown her sister for five years because her sister knew her man was a manipulative. Crazy. That girl's an eater. That girl's an eater. That girl's an eater. 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 Like, I don't know. I, the only thing about this situation that makes me happy is that Allison has a place to land, a safe place to land. Because it's very obvious that she has been through some shit and that she needs to be in a safe space and that she don't need to be around no trifling ass men's folks. Ralph, you're triggering. You're triggering. I gotta stay away from you. <laughs> That's my choice to stay away from you because you're triggering me. Now, we're going to see how this unfolds throughout the season. It's actually quite exciting because I think there was a lot of speculation about Drew and Ralph. I think even just from the beginning, from Tampa. Child, we were specu we speculatory. After Tampa now, Ralph, you've been pulling shit this whole time since you've been on television. Since the day dot. Since numero uno. Dia de, dia de uno. I've, it's been a few days since I've been on Duolingo, y'all, so just forgive me. Primero dia of Ralph. It's been a mess. It's shaky ground. The foundation has been watery at best. So we're just going to, you know, err on the side of it. It's probably your fault, Ralph. I'm just saying. I'm going to blame. I personally, <laughs> for what I can see, I blame Ralph. Even even for the next scene of the damn show, I blame Ralph. Because not Sheree. Here's my here's my thing, y'all. Y'all be wearing these furs in Georgia like it it, it just like people people up in these northern parts where we actually need furs don't even and then you got the nerve to have a a a strapless, armless pencil skirt underneath. Now, I know it was faux fur, so she probably wasn't that hot underneath it, but I'm like... So Sheree is over to the steakhouse, and we have an OG reunion of sorts, because then Lisa Wu walks in the room. And I said, oh, damn it, here we go. Because Lisa Wu's scary as hell. I'm going to tell you something. If I ever see Lisa Wu, I'm going to tell her everything she wants me to hear. I'm going to agree with everything she has to say. I'm going to tell her that she's right about everything because Lisa Wu would look like she will fuck you up. You think something that she don't like. And she might, she might haul off and slap the shit out of you. She walked in the room and I was like, okay, Lisa Wu's here. And then Deshaun, oh my God, y'all. Beauty queen of all Deshaun. I was so sad to hear that she had been gotten divorced. I don't know how to what to think about all these divorces. Jesus and the Lords. And then Kim Zolziak Beerman comes in and she's talking shit and she's so little and you know I, it was giving. Why are you so skinny? I'm just wondering. It was giving like, ooh, girl, you're talking real fast, girl. And I'm a fast talker too, so I'm just like, we're talking real fast, girl. Chatty as hell. So, you know, since this is aired, we know that she and Croy, as, as of now, as of today, when this episode comes out into the world, now who knows what might happen as soon as I press publish. But Kim and Croy are trying to work it out. 
they are going to eliminate their they're not going to eliminate their divorce proceedings they're going to halt all proceedings and remain married now is it cheaper to keep her or did kim realize oh you ain't got nowhere to go <laughs> allegedly you ain't got nowhere to go your 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 your, your little black book he threw your little black book in the little black fireplace as your little black foreclosed home. <laughs> it's actually like a brick. It's like a pretty brick. And they're talking about, because Lisa Wu, and this is why I don't want to piss off Lisa Wu about nothing. It, it was kind of giving vibes like they were like, okay, we're going to have an OG lunch minus Nini. And we're going to dinner. We're going to have this and we're going to keep it cute. and Everyone's going to congratulate each other and blah, blah, blah. Lisa. Kim, yeah, I saw on the, in the blogs that your house is getting. That you gonna have to move out, girl. It was sad to see. It was really sad to see. I think she said it was sad to hear. It was sad to hear. It was really sad to hear. Messy, messy. But Kim does deserve it because Kim is a mess. And this episode reminded me of how the microaggressions and the assumptions and the. Do you like the baby mama? When so Sheree starts talking about Cairo and, the, and being becoming a glam on all this stuff, and do you like the baby mama? The baby mama, Kim, you are somebody's baby mama. Shut up. And I wouldn't say I wouldn't think anything of it if that was um, a colloquialism that they use over there in the trailer park. She did. She don't use that in Red Cup County. They don't say baby mama. They don't say stuff like that. I'm well versed because I have a diverse background of friends. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just talking about shit that I know. So like, no, you're you're saying that because you're trying to be you're trying to be funny, Kim, and it's okay because people like that and let, and let Kim's life be an example to all of y'all hoes out there that are like Kim. <laughs> When you're nasty and dirty and backhanded and, 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 and sneaky like that, life always has a way of laughing at you. Life always has a way of humbling you, of bringing you back. Because I wanted Kim to come back to TV so that she could get her fucking ass hand to turn the, and the girls could eat her up. Eat her the fuck up. But then that, you know, in came life. In came that Taylor Swift song, Karma, to handle Kim Zolzak Bierman. And this just, just goes out to all of y'all. There's nothing wrong with talking your shit, popping your shit. I do it all the time, every day. But when your conscience is not clear, okay? And when you're moving sneaky and shady, like Nene said, you can never win when you're dirty. So just keep that in mind. Because Kim, the last year of her life, all the shit that she's talked, the roaches, all the microaggressions she's made, came to Candy's mansions. Girl, and this is all... A little bit of retribution. Remember that, y'all, out here in these streets. It's happened to me. Let me tell y'all. It's happened to me. Used to be the queen of, well, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna. My best friend said, well, what are you gonna do? Because all I hear you talking about is the shit that you're not gonna do. And while you're sitting over here talking about what you're not gonna do, nothing's happening for you. You're stuck in the same place you was in last year and the year before that. I'm the kind of person who used to self-sabotage. 
go into the room, give 85% because I'm afraid if I give 100 and still don't get it, what will happen? Meanwhile, you're still in the same place. Hating on the next bitch because they're on and they're doing, well, I could be better, but you're not because you do not, you do not put yourself out there. You do not do the things. You just talked about it. You just talked shit. And that, that's been Kim. Mm-hmm. I don't need these shows and I don't need this. I've got businesses. Well, apparently you don't, sis. So, um, yeah, that was a little bit interesting. And then another thing that was very interesting during this dinner moment, they they flashed to some confessionals of Sheree, and I was like, ooh. Girl, you need to stay away from the doctors. My thing is this, you guys. Ugh. And this is also... Our housewives, they're gorgeous. Before they get their work done, after they get their work done, say what you will. And Sheree is definitely one of them. Like, Sheree is, like she said, I'm old and cold. Like, she is gorgeous. She's stunning. So it makes me wonder why she would choose to have sweat, like services that will make you swell, Botox, you know, whatever she gets. During filming. Yo. Get that stuff done two to three weeks before filming and write it out for the filming for, for the filming schedule. Like you're hot already, sis. That's why I, also I'm gonna encourage my girlies, y'all. If you haven't started doing the Botoxes and the, the collagens and that, just wait. Like you can wait. Because once you start, you actually can't stop. And like it really isn't like they try to, it used to seem like it was this like major luxury. Like, oh my God, my Botox is so expensive. It's like, it's really not that expensive anymore. Like it used to be like you can get it on Groupon. You maybe shouldn't get it on Groupon, but you can. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm eating a little bit of an avocado. So like, don't judge me. All right. It's a weird part of the day. But anyway. It was interesting to see all those girlies. Now, the one thing that I had to to obviously think about as they sat there was, wow, this would be so much better with Nini. And don't you think it would be? You don't? Mm, funny, because I do. Maybe. Oh, you do. You agree with me. Okay, great. So we move on to Sonia's charity event. It's all being pulled together. It's all happening. The budget is clearly right because the venue space is great. It looks bright. It looks vibrant. It looks like, yeah, we're here to raise money for other people, not like scare them away so they can't enter. Because some of these, these events I've been seeing that these girls be doing. And I'm not talking about Atlanta. I'm talking about Housewives. Some of y'all events are scary. The strip mall events here in Uyghur. Climbing them stairs for the wedding. Who wedding when we had to climb the stairs? Was that Karen's? Val renewal. Lord have mercy. So Sonia, you've definitely. My only notes for you are in the in the spice division. Picante, picante. And, and are we going to get that from you next season? No, because you're going to be pregnant. Or are you going to? How far along are you now? Then, are you going to have the baby before they start filming the next season? You didn't. We just don't know. So anyway. She's there, and I'm, and this is the the part of the episode where I start looking at Sonya like, God damn it, Sonya, you've got me agreeing, you've got me sitting here on Kiki Palmer's internet, agreeing 
With your sister, Shinzi? Is that her name? Not Shinzi? Shinzi is the damn name of the of Whoopi Goldberg character in the damn Lion King. Lord have mercy. Is that her name, though? Because Sonya's like Kiki laughing, ha ha ha, and she did not give her sister any of the call times for the day. And her sister being, her sister must be an Aries. Her sister being what must be. She's either an Aries or she's a, an Aquarius. Ever so dryly, ever so direct, explain to Sonya, like, I, um, well, you complain because I'm trying to, you know, be mother and your, you know, sister and hair person and this and that. But then you do stuff like this where you don't tell me where I need to be. And so now I am, you know, you're a mom. I'm a mom too. I'm a wife. I have responsibilities. I have things that I have to do. My, I have to leave my kids right now when I wasn't supposed to. Of course, Sonya goes to crying, Jesus. She's sitting in the chair where her sister is, curl is curling her hair. And she's like, don't cry, Sonya. It's okay. I didn't expect you to cry. Just, you can't do this. And it's like, yeah, girl, because you're making it seem like, well, the brother-in-law probably was lazy. He seemed a little bit lazy. But you're making it seem like your sister is taking advantage of you and your sister is, you know, whatever, when all you have to say is, I just don't want anyone living with me. Period. You know, like, and guess what? Sonya has been great about, like, she's been definitely respectful. She's not trying to be, like, shady. But in this moment, I'm like, you, like I just said, you have to keep your side of the street clean. If you're going to be like, my family doesn't understand, my family doesn't understand, well, maybe they don't understand because you are not consistent. Because one thing I don't play about, me, personally, is like my business. Because even like, Sonya, you're getting your hair curled at the event space. No, 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 mommy. No, 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 no. Not me. I'm going to show up to the venue space completely dressed and ready to go. Hair's going to be curled. And that's because I'm not here to walk a carpet. I'm here to be the executor of, you know, the beneficiary, the, the grand dame of the event. I'm here to work. I'm here to be Leah Black tonight. So, you know, Sam's going to figure it out. Or she won't because, like, God knows. She doesn't have to, but she probably should. Because, you know, it was just one of those moments, I think, for me when I was like, well, there really are three sides to every story. And, um, you know, I would have maybe been more rude than seeing his sister in that moment. And she may have been walking around looking crazy with her hair all crazy, which would have been horrible. And then Cousin Courtney walks in and I'm like, oh, my God, we haven't seen you all episode. And that was fine. See? We really didn't miss you. And all of the teeth that we see in your mouth when you walk in the room which to be fair you can see every one of my molars i mean it's you can see my epiglottis when i walk it's you're going to see it all so like that's not really even a, a shade it's just reminding me that we don't necessarily need her because i was trying to support because of courtney i was like oh she's a nice new no we don't need her she can go you can go now sweetie you can absolutely leave um just like Sonya's sister she said okay um your hair's done i'm gonna leave Okay, bye. So, um, yeah, but the, the event starts. Show must go on. Sonia is, she's really impressive. You know, 
She's handling the business. She's calling Kenya, who's late, because, wait, Kenya's always late. Kenya has an issue with the seating chart. Blah, blah, blah. So she's just getting everyone seated and getting everything in order. And, you know, to my pleasure, everyone's there. Um, everyone looks nice. There's no drama. And so Sanya's like, well, Kenya's not here. And I was like, this cannot be the drama. Like, the drama cannot be that, like, Sanya's entire event was ruined because Kenya was late. Like, Sanya, I need her to, like, stand up and, like, just carry on. And then she does. And it's magic. She really takes the bull by the horn. She just, she goes right for it. It's nice to watch. And then, of course, Kenya walks in, like, while she's mid-speech. So the, the whole event goes on the way it's supposed to be. They give out all these Mommy Nation awards. It's really sweet. And they end up giving Sheree an award. And they have Cairo come in and give a little speech. And know with me and the kid, I'm going to cry. It was just sweet. And it's like, it's just so sweet how much, you know, Sheree and her kids have this bond. They've clearly been through a lot together as a unit, which I personally relate to. Like, seeing my mom and all the shit that she's been through and how she's overcome. You know, even though sometimes she wanted to let a, mo- a hotel come in. Ooh, it's like, that's so relatable. But it's sweet. And I love these little moments. It's great. Um, and then Kenya has to show up and show out as the auctioneer and bait me. She does. Does Marlo compare her to the red slippers that crumple up underneath the Wicked Witch who is hit in the Wizard of Oz by a house? Yes, she does compare her to that. Is the dress the most flattering on Kenya? No. Does she get the people to pull 70 plus thousand dollars from their coin purses, which is 20,000 plus dollars more than Sonya's initial goal? Yes. Does this make me fuck with the girls hard? Yes. Does this make me feel so much joy that they end this episode all giving thousands of dollars to Mommy Nation charity? Yes. Because you don't really see a lot of that. A lot of these people be going to charity events, but they don't really give any money. Okay? Moneta Candy and Kenya gave $5,000. Okay? And my thing is, like, y'all want to talk shit about Candy. Oh, my God. Da, 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 da. When she does stuff like that, literally spur of the moment, flick of the wrist, y'all have nothing to say. All the girls were there. Drew was giving her coin. Money. All the girls gave some coin. I want to say Marlo and Sheree also gave $5,000 each. So I just, you know, we want to talk about black excellence. This was, for me, this was it. I was like, I don't want to hear no shit talking about Atlanta. I don't want to hear no shit. Okay, we're giving it all to you. We're giving you diversity. We're giving you laughter, joy, pain, heartbreak, and overcoming resiliency. And I'm glad that the girls ended on such a high note for this episode. It was super positive. They were bonding. Um, and then we got into that recap for next week. And I said, oh, well, it was fun while it lasted, wasn't it? They have Ty Young face on the Real Housewives of Atlanta, y'all. Who was engaged to Mimi 55, 11 times. And now I'm like, oh, maybe that's why they didn't work out. Do you think there's a correlation? If I pop out and see Drew and Ty. Because they're trying to make it seem like Drew and Ty met on the movie set. And things started to, you know, some method acting started to occur. Some occurrences of method acting. I don't know. 
I know about showmances. Yes, I do. They do occur. They do happen. People lose their mind when they be on set and when they be at, at the theater because they be away from their family and they're away from their, their steady dick. And, you know, I get it. But um, I'm not about to ruin my, my marriage. To be a eater. To be a eater. To be a eater. A eater. A eater. I just, it's, it's just not for me. I'm not going to be able to do that. So I wish Drew all the best. Um, I do think her getting away from Ralph at, at any cost is just absolutely excellent. But I enjoyed the episode. What did you guys think of it? Um, I'm into these vibes. I'm into it. I like to see the girlies having a good time. I'm excited for them to go to Portugal and for them to see all the gorgeous sights. And, um, you know, I wonder what's in store for them. You guys, I want you to just take a moment of your day. Give me a five-star rating. You know, give me a review. Download some of the episodes, whatever you like. Because I'm here for you. I love you. I mean it. We will have our Real Housewives of Atlanta episode 10 recap next Monday. Zell will be back with us, and I will speak to you this week with our new episodes. Bye.